Why, hello, everybody, and welcome back. It is once again me, your favorite and friendly deputy of Movie Deputy Podcasts. Where did I go? Well, that's kind of a complicated question. Uh, the best way to answer that would be to direct you over to our Movie Deputy channel, where the latest episode over there that is titled, I'm Okay, I'm Broken, I'm Just Me, answers a lot of those questions and a lot more. So I hope you will bear with me. I hope you have stayed with me knowing that I bring you reviews like nobody else. Now, am I the only person that can bring you reviews like this? Probably not. But have you found anybody else that is going to give you such straight talk reviews in this type of manner? I highly doubt it. <laughs> but that's just kind of my personality. So you may be wondering, okay, Jen, what kind of reviews are you bringing up to us now? And yes, I did just tell you my name. And you're probably thinking, wait a minute, she's never done that before. Well, guess what? We're kind of jumping into this as new territory. And yes, I said I wasn't going to be putting up any more Sunday episodes. But until I kind of get back in the swing of things again, I'm just going to be putting these up whenever I can. And <laughs> I think it's important to actually be bringing you a really important, poignant movie that we're going to be talking about today. And you may be wondering, okay, what's that? It's like, has there been any movies even coming out like that? <laughs> and you can tell the skepticism in my voice. And you know what? I was skeptical before I saw this too. Now, I always like to reiterate that I never read the books. Ever, ever, never. There's only been one exception in my entire life where I have read the book that was made into a movie, and that was Nicholas Sparks' version of The Notebook. I did read the book before I watched that movie. Now, I okay, I'm a chick. I do like some romance novels from time to time and the sad, sappy stories, but I also like a wide variety of stories, and I like pretty much every genre of movie except like documentaries, mockumentaries. Okay, I still like those, but I'm never going to list something like that necessarily as my favorite. Now, you may be thinking, okay, what about Sound of Freedom? That's kind of a documentary, mockumentary thing. Sound of Freedom was something that stands apart from the rest, like completely and totally. If you have not seen it, please go watch that. And I'm actually going to be recommending that of this movie we're talking about today. If you have not seen this, please go watch this. It is exceptional. <laughs> You're probably thinking, okay, if she's saying that about a movie, what did she give it on the deputy scale? And you know, I'm not even going to make you wait for that. But I am going to tell you that I gave this a guilty rating. It probably deserves a very guilty rating as much of the content that is presented here is not going to be suitable for younger audiences. Even young adults, this might be a little bit much for if you're not prepared for it. And that is because this is based upon a true story. Now, you may be figuring out which movie I'm talking about, but the movie that we're talking about today is Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, you're probably thinking, wait a minute here. You're going to think, this is woke, this is that, this is that. Because it's got De Niro, it's got DiCaprio, it's got all these A-list actors that are on the woke side of Hollywood. And they make it a point to get insert their agenda into their movies, whether in blatant 
in your face forms or they kind of work it in behind the scenes in certain ways. And that's the biggest part of this movie that blew me away, besides the fact it's three hours plus long. And that's not even an exaggeration. It's like three hours and 20-something minutes long. So this is a really long movie. But it was absolutely exceptional. There was, okay, in the, like a pre-screener thing I got for this movie, there were some things that kind of tickled the edge of being woke a little bit. But I am happy to say that they ended up on the cutting room floor. The theatrical version of this that was released is, I didn't think these actors were capable of doing something this powerful and this poignant without adding in their Hollywood wokeness to it. I really appreciate how they stayed to this story. Now you may be wondering, okay, I'm not familiar with this story. Tell me about it. And I'm going to tell you about it, but I'm not going to give you certain details because they would be spoilers. And anybody who's listened to me for any length of time knows how much I hate spoilers. So I will not do that to you. But I'll be honest, when I first saw the trailers for this, I'm thinking the whole Beverly Hillbillies, they'll listen to a story about a man named Jed. <laughs> because in this movie, you've got these Osage Native Americans, Osage Indians that are just living very much in a life of squalor until they develop until they find oil and this basically discovery of oil was completely accidental and obviously their lives changed because of this now that there you can understand the whole beverly hillbillies reference on that a little bit and me being just a little bit silly but of course People had to step in and, okay, forgive the term, but it's like, it's the correct term for the time era. But the white people came in and they were like, okay, you've got all this money now, but we, you need us to kind of help guarantee this money for you. And you can't sign any of your own money out without our permission. And you can't do this without our permission. You can't do that without our permission. So the white people were basically stepping in and trying to take advantage of the Osage Indians. And because of this, a lot of really horrible atrocities occurred. And many Osage were outright murdered in this situation. Now, there's there's so much going on to this story. One of the white guys ends up falling in love with one of the Indians and tries to really live his life with her. But he is con conflicted because, uh, because his loyalties to his family on like the whole white side of the community and then the loyalty to the family in the Osage community and how that plays out is a big part of this story. Now, like I said, I found this to be absolutely exceptional. Does it follow the book? I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't. I've never read it. But the way that it is presented, as hard as it is to watch at times, is just it just leaves you just absolutely awestruck. Now, you may be wondering, okay, what'd she give it on the deputy scale? Because she keeps hinting to this. Killers of the Flower Moon got an 8 out of 10 on the deputy scale. And no, you did not hear that wrong. I legitimately, purely, honestly, absolutely, with 100% of my integrity intact, gave a movie with De Niro and DiCaprio, a movie of a score of 8 out of 10 on the deputy scale. Because it's just... Wow! <laughs> like I said, I can't give away a whole lot of the details of the story. There's just so many things that are going on. It's just... I'm trying to think how I could maybe work in a little bit more. 
I really can't tell you a whole lot more without giving away pieces of the story that are there's no other way to put it than spoilers so like I said if you have not had the chance to go see this if you've ever read the book even if you haven't read the book go check this out mind you this is not going to be your high action your intensity of watching like these big action thriller flicks going on or it's not even going to give you the satisfaction of like the old cowboys and Indians types of movies but you know it doesn't need to because what it is is just pure and genuine for what it is and the story. I will say that the Osage Indians and the tribes were directly involved with the making of this movie to make sure that it was historically accurate as much as possible was trying to tell this. Now, I'm not saying that the whole thing is historically accurate. It's Hollywood, so um, come on. It's Hollywood, so... But there is enough of this that is historically accurate that it just makes you take a second and think. Remember, history is not there for us to like it. History is there for us to learn from it. And we may not necessarily like the things that history presents, but we can take the option and we can take the, the opportunity, that's the word I'm looking for, and learn from it. And I hope that's what you do here. In the credits, it did say two different in memory ofs. One was in memory of Robbie Robertson, and the other one is in memory of John Williams. Now, for once, I'm pretty positive I actually pronounced those names right, or at least I hope so. But I hope that you have enjoyed this full review. If you like what you hear, please like, share, and subscribe so that you can always get the latest and greatest movie deputy content. And I will be back tomorrow with another movie for you. Can't wait. Bye.